It's the Camellia Hill Show, where we're sharing personal and business perspectives from various professionals. It's Real Talk. Thanks for joining in. Got an exciting show for you. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Camellia Hill in pursuit of hearing new voices. Good day, good day to all of our wonderful listeners. Today is Monday, November 9th, 2015, and it's your host, Camelia Hill. With my opening thoughts, I would like to open up giving a shout out to our veterans. I know that Veterans Day will be in a couple of days, and so I want to salute all of our veterans, uh, especially to my father of the Air Force and then my brother of the Navy. Thank you so much for your service and for your protection um, of our country. Now, um, I've spoken uh, uh, with our special guest. I don't want to get too far in, but I am certainly um, excited, and the energy in my room is soaring uh, because I know I have a great show. Um, I have a great, great, great speaker here. I don't want to get too far in, but I'm going to introduce her very briefly. Uh, I would like to welcome my special guest, Shade Wyadu. She's a personal brand specialist personal brand strategist, I apologize, empowerment speaker, the founder of Savvy Consulting, which offers signature online branding services for visionary women and entrepreneurs. Um, thank you so much for joining in. Uh, Sade, did I say your name correctly? Yes. Hello. How are you? I'm so happy to be here. It's a pleasure to be on tonight. Well, thank you. I'm so glad that you committed to me. Little old me, I- I'm happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, this is awesome. I'm so happy to be here. This is an honor for me. Oh, well, thank you so much. Um, I'm going to um move on a little further to our housekeeping items for those of you that are certainly familiar um with me, you know that I love to share these items. So, if you would like to chime in during this show, you can email your thoughts and questions to me at the Camellia Hill at blogtalkradio.com. Also, you may call in using the telephone number 323-693-3320. That telephone number, if you would like to call in again, is 323-693-3320. And one of my favorite social media is Twitter. So when using Twitter, I recommend using the hashtag. Some people see it as a pound sign. Um, Either way, you're going to do hashtag, the letter C, the word hill, and show all of it together. So that would be hashtag Seahill. Once again, and I can't reiterate this enough, we indeed have an informative and a great show for you. Um, I always like to take a break around this time, so I'm going to take a break so I can wet my lungs or my tonsils, if you will, and I shall be right back. Hi, I'm Camelia Hill of the Camelia Hill Show. And I would like to invite you to join me every other Monday at 7 p.m. Right here on Blog Talk Radio, The Camellia Hill. Feel free to follow me on Twitter at The Camellia Hill. Periscope at The Camellia Hill. And my website at TheCamelliaHill.com. Stay tuned for more episode content. Thanks so much for those of you that have tuned in. 
Um, let me start with sharing my experience with uh, Miss Adu. I um, I hope she doesn't mind, um, but I was introduced to her on one of the latest and hottest items, Periscope. Um, Periscope is kind of like a, a branch off of Twitter um, that allows you to uh, record yourself live and people uh, chat with you. Well, anyway... I was working late one evening, and uh, she was scoping. I believe it was on branding yourself, something along those lines. And so I tuned into her live broadcast, and if memory serves me correctly, she was not only giving advice about branding, but she was sharing additional information, which is something I love to do, meaning she was responding to people's questions about other things that she was familiar with with respect to social media. Um, she was also sharing how she obtained her coaches um, and that just intrigued my interest from there. Um, not so much that I did, wasn't interested in her product, but I think it was more um, of her personality and the transparency that she shared that had me hooked. Now, having said that, um, tuning into her broadcast has allowed me the opportunity, in my opinion, to connect with what I feel is a gold mine. She, uh, she's a wealth of information. So since that time, um, I have signed up for some of her upcoming products, and I believe it's Scope Vember, uh, as well as connected with her on other social medias because I am interested in her knowledge. And in a short period, I have found her to be a wealth of information, a vibrant go-getter, and a resource producer. And so all of that, the intro that I share with you, um, is what um, I have uh, obtained or I received from her in just observation on Periscope, as well as I think she was at, um, and I guess this is a shout out to uh, Cheryl Wood, but I think it was Playtime is Over. I, I watched her. She was a social media um, uh, representative this weekend for Cheryl Wood, which I thought was great. Okay. So for those expertise and with th those things in mind, I would like to open up the airways once again and welcome my special guest, uh, Miss. Uh, Sade Adu, personal brand specialist, strategist. I keep saying strategist. Please forgive me. <laughs> um, empowerment speaker and the founder of Empower, the founder of Savvy Consulting, which offers signature online branding services for visionary women entrepreneurs, which I am sure she will share more about later on in the show. Uh, Sade, are you there? Yes, thank you so much for that amazing intro. Thank you for watching my scopes. It's like, you know, sometimes you don't know if people are watching, so I truly appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah, I log in um, probably quite often. I'm no stalker, of course, you know that now, but um, because, like I said, the information, <laughs> the information that you share, it is, um, and although I feel like I'm seasoned, I just, I feel like you share so much that I could learn even more. So to me, you never stop learning, no matter how old you get and how much knowledge you currently have. Um, you certainly uh, can't get away from that. So, you know, with that, and um, again, thank you, thank you, and and I appreciate your thank yous. Uh, I want to get into, you know, a couple of questions, if you don't mind. No problem. Um, Let's go. Okay. <laughs> I love I love your, your personality. Um, but if you don't mind, could you help our listeners become a little more familiar with Savvy Consultant and Sade Wyadu? And how many years of experience um, you have in personal branding um, strategist, not specialist? I noticed I have continuously said that. Please forgive me. And at what point did you realize the career field was for you? 
So I started my company, which is Savvy Solutions Consulting. I don't know why I said Savvy Consulting on the paper, but I started it about almost going into the second year. And prior to that, I was an educator. I was teaching overseas for three years, and I was teaching and just working in different countries, uh, training teachers and working with teachers. In addition to that, my friends and family members and people around me just kept coming up to me, Shade, can you help me with this? Can you help me with that? And a lot of times it was around education and helping them become, branding them as a student for graduate school or to get them into college. And it, it was becoming a trend. It was becoming a trend. And then I said, you know what, I need to do something with this. So I decided to start my company, and I started out as, as a life coach, a certified life coach, and I transitioned into doing more college and career coaching. And as I was doing it, I was doing it, the people that were coming to me for jobs really wanted to be entrepreneurs. Mm. And I said, what is it about me that everyone that is coming to me, they're asking me for career advice, but in actuality they really want to become an entrepreneur. Mm. And then I realized, I said, you know what, there's something about this. There's something that that is resonating with them and me that is telling them that I can help them, but I need to really know how to help. So I, I wrestled with it for a long time because my background is in education. Talking about education is quite easy for me. Mm-hmm. And I knew there was a greater calling for me to really help entrepreneurs put themselves out there and brand themselves and get the resources that they need to be successful. And then when I did some digger deeping, um, soul searching, as some people call it, I realized that I had been branding myself and others for a long time. I worked on political campaigns when I was a teenager. So I learned a lot about image and branding. I mean, in my teens, even before I was able to vote, I was still canvassing um, going door-to-door, registering people to vote and making sure people were voting, getting on phones and calling people to vote and just rallying up people behind a particular candidate. So mm-hmm. I realized that this was something that I had been doing forever, working on things and learning how to brand and, and to create an image and a persona for myself is something I did in college. And mm. I said, you know what, okay, you've been doing this. Don't be afraid to step into this. This is something that you were destined, you were born to do. And ever since I said I shifted the mission of my company from college and career consulting to helping women entrepreneurs brand online, it's really just been skyrocketing from there. It's awesome. just been extremely successful. Wow. I love it. I love it. Um, and I think I, it's interesting the path that you took, um, how it started out with, um, <laughs> I guess, college so to speak, students, and then it transitioned into a more professional level. That's very interesting to me. But who knew it would have taken that road, right? I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea. Um, so so was it just undergrad or was it graduate as well? Both. Um, oh. A lot of the students, so I would develop a strategy for them. If they were a good student, it was easier to say, okay, highlight the things that you've done to be a successful student. And then if they were not such a great student, we would develop a strategy of what their assets were, what were their strengths, and we would talk about those. So someone that I knew, um, they technically did not have the the GPA or the grade point average to get into the program that they wanted to get into. And I said, that's fine. You're going to get in anyway. We're going to speak our way in. She was a powerful speaker. So I said, see if you can get an interview, do a live interview, and I can almost guarantee that they're going to choose you. And she was chosen for the program. See, and this this is what I'm talking about, the innovation, the way you think. I love it. (laughs) 
Okay, um, so I have another question. Upon launching Savvy Consultant and um, Sade Wiredo, and I say that because, to me, I feel like you're, you're a name in itself. So um, if that's not something that you're into, let me know. But I, I, I separated the two because I feel like you're a name in itself. But um, upon launching that, were there any app- apprehensions? And if so, could you share at least one aspect? Definitely apprehensions. Um the number one was, what was I going to call myself? I usually don't even go with the name of my company. I, I brand it with my name because I was like, what am I going to call myself? If I switch from this, what if what if I don't really want to be a brander? What if I want to switch again? So I said, let me brand with myself, and that's, that's, a, that's a tip. If you're not sure what to name your company, start with your name. You can't mm. go wrong with your own name. So that's what I always tell people, and because I didn't want that to be a hindrance, I, I branded with my, I rebranded myself with my name. Um, mm-hmm. One of the biggest hindrances w- was fear and believing that um, because I had this really strong educational background, how were people going to believe in in my services as a brand strategist? Because I had so much of a, a huge background in education. Say, doing the college and career coaching was easy and natural. No one disputed my knowledge base. Mm-hmm. But going into branding, they're like, okay, Shetty, did you take some business classes? Did you do this? Do you have a, a, an MBA? There were so many people who were looking for additional credentials from me that it really made me nervous and scared. Now, I, I will say that I did work for, for over a year, almost a year, with a branding coach. So okay. I did get some additional training, but it wasn't an actual, like, degree. And some people, and that really made me insecure because I was so used to and very comfortable with leaning on my degrees mm-hmm. that this time going into a new space, I had to use those, that same knowledge and, and um, make it transferable, use my transferable skills in the um, online branding space. Mm. Oh, okay. Okay. So, um, well, staying um, with today's focal point, of branding, because um, that's certainly um, your niche. Uh, share some of the necessaries you believe that are vital to look at as a starting point with respect to branding yourself, um, or yeah, become just branding yourself as an individual. It's extremely important to know who you are first. Do some soul searching and really sit down, write a list, and clarify who exactly you are and how you want to show up in the marketplace. Once you figure out who you are and what you do that's really unique, figure out who you want to work with. That's one of the biggest struggles that I see. Most people say, I I can help anyone. I can help everyone. My message is for every single one. And time and time again, I say, let's look at some of the great brands that we currently have in in the marketplace. We can look at Uh an Apple. Apple products are not for everyone. They uh-huh. don't brand themselves as the computer or the software for everyone. There's mm. even commercials that say, are you, a, are you a Mac or are you a PC? That's right. implying that there's a specific kind of person that they're marketing to and there's a specific kind of person that wants a PC. So I, I want to – sometimes it's so natural for us to try to go against the grain. But let's not fix what's not broken. So yes. I really encourage people to be specific and be – unapologetic about being very specific about who you want to work with and who you want to serve. It'll help you be a better person. It'll help you be, it'll help your brand shine through the marketplace. And it'll also make your life a little bit simpler so you know, because you'll know who you're marketing to. So be yourself and know your audience and know, 
be yourself, know your audience, and the last part will be know what you want to offer. What what do you want to offer to the marketplace? That's good information. Know what you want to offer. You know, um, so this is just a small, I guess, question away from that one. How would one go about finding or knowing where to start with respect to knowing what they want to offer people? Is that like a hidden passion that they may have had? In, oh, like you said in question number one, you know? I definitely, I, I have this idea of this greatness factor, and I believe that greatness is a, uh, the alignment of your purpose, passion, and profits. So your purpose is the car that you're driving. The passion is the steering wheel because it tells you where to go. Mm-hmm. And, no, it tell, your purpose, your passion is the car that you're driving. Your purpose is the steering wheel because it tells you which direction to go in. And your profits is the gas. And we need some premium gas to fuel this your passionate car and your purposeful steering wheel. So you want to make sure that what you're doing aligns with what you love, aligns with what you were born to do, and can also make money. When those three things are not in sync, then that's when we start having problems with our businesses. So you have to make money. It cannot just be something that you love to do. It mm-hmm. has to be something that you love, that you were born to do, and that can also make you money. So when it comes to off-product, um, creating products, programs, and services, you want to make sure that it, it is aligned with that. And if you want it to be profitable, you don't just create it for yourself. You create it for your target audience. It really requires you to talk to them and see what they want and what they like and what's wrong and what problems that they are currently having and what's keeping them up at night. So it's a it's a combination of what they want. Your brand is really what not what you say about yourself, it's what others say about you. Okay. So you, you have to understand that the, your brand is really a relationship between you and your consumer base. So you mm. want to make sure you're con- having that open line of communication so that you know exactly what your consumers want. Yeah, I love that. And I think um, sometimes for us, it's, it, it's, I think it's safe to say we have stumbled across um, our niches, kind of like you did um, mm-hmm. and that you mentioned in number one. So where would you recommend starting when it comes to building a rapport and networking? I I always encourage people to network online and offline. Mm-hmm. That's like the, that's the triple, the double threat. Networking online and offline, you definitely want to be visible in your local community or even expanding beyond your local community and meeting and talking to people. But going to places where your target audience is, I don't just believe in networking just to network, but be strategic about it. So being at the Playtime is Over conference with Cheryl Wood, it was an amazing experience to get some more social media exposure, but Mm -hmm. also it was primarily women entrepreneurs who are in my target audience. So meeting and connecting with people who could potentially be clients or we can potentially do collaborations in the future or someone who could potentially have an opportunity for me. It was a great networking opportunity. So going to places where your target audience is and then also going to places where they are online and actually being visible and present, whether you're going to be on Periscope. Periscope is – I love Periscope. One of the fastest ways it's one of the fastest ways to build your brand and I just absolutely love that platform. But if you're not a periscoper, maybe you really enjoy LinkedIn, connecting with people on LinkedIn groups or writing articles for LinkedIn. Or maybe if you have a visual brand, Instagram or Pinterest are your places to go. And mm-hmm. then in addition to that, the the, the most pop populated social media platform is definitely Facebook. I know people want to count it out but Facebook still has one of the, I mean, it's one of the best places to meet people. 
So I would highly encourage people to go online and go offline and find go to where your people are and let them know that you have programs, products, and services that they could potentially benefit from. I have to agree with you with the social media aspect as and, and certainly, certainly Periscope, um, because I've made a lot of great connections there. So thank you for sharing that. Um, I guess my next question kind of takes uh, another turn with you being the branding guru that you are. Have you encountered any obstacles and how did you overcome them with respect? And you might have touched on this a little bit in question one. Um, how did you overcome the obstacles when you first started branding, um, being the branding strategist that you are? Um, and what advice would you share with other aspiring branding professionals that may encounter some of the same setbacks? Some of the setbacks in the beginning, I guess, were – uh, well, visibility, which was really ended by Periscope. Periscope amplified the the visibility aspect. I will say, I will still say, confidence, being confident in my expertise and feeling like I actually do know things about branding. That is one of the biggest problems that I see with my clients, and that was one of my biggest problems in the beginning. Not mm-hmm. having the confidence to charge my worth not having the confidence to put myself out there the way that I knew I should have put myself out there when I first started doing branding and Mm -hmm. just not feeling like I was qualified or more than enough or good enough to do the things I knew I was called to do. So it was a really, it, it required a mindset shift. It required me to stop thinking so much about what I didn't know and focus on what I actually did know. And that's what I would really encourage people to do, to understand that you are enough. You're more than capable of doing the things that you you believe that you're supposed to be doing. Just go out there and do them. If we sit down and cry about what we can't do or what we're we're not doing, we'll never accomplish what we were born to do. I certainly agree. Yeah, fear is the biggest defeat of a lot of us excelling with respect to being entrepreneurs. I agree. Great information. (laughs) Great information. Um, So in your opinion, can a branding strategist be an overnight success? And I ask that question because there are some people that actually, as you said before, they can get, um, I guess, deterred quickly from what would be their passion if things didn't go away or go the way they thought they should the first time around. I think I remember on one of your scopes, you shared something with respect to the very first time you gave an event. I think you said it was five people there or something like that. Five people showed up. Mm-hmm. And almost, so, that was almost a year ago. Five people showed up. I was nervous. And, you know, why am I doing this event? Five people showed up. And then we had the next time we multiplied by five. We had about 25 to 30 people at that event. And what overnight success, I'll say that I don't know if anyone will honestly say that they have been overnight success. I think that there has been a lot of late nights that went into that one overnight success. I think that everyone is definitely one opportunity away from their life transforming and things shifting in their brand and their business. But it may seem like an overnight success, but in actuality, there were a lot of late nights. There were a lot of early mornings. There were a lot of tears. There were a lot of people praying on their knees for the things that have happened in their lives. Mm-hmm. It may look like an overnight success to everyone else, but in actuality, there was a lot of work and a lot of long nights that went into that overnight success happening. Hmm. 
Well, that's good to know um, because I certainly know some people that believe that. But I'm I'm glad I'm glad that you're open. As I said before, I, I see you as a transparent individual, which I think is great because. Um, we learn a lot of time by us sharing our stories with mm-hmm. others, and others are helped by our stories. Um, so, you know, I know you have some awesome products coming up. I think I mentioned one of them earlier, which is Scope Vember. Um, and can you share a little details about the products uh, before we uh, let you go? Because I know you're a busy individual. No problem. So this month, I. Excuse me. I spoke to over about 40 entrepreneurs last month. I opened up my calendar. I just wanted to speak to people to find out what was really going on in their brands and what they were currently struggling with. It was really important for me to speak to as many people as possible to see if I could come up with a way to help them. So then after talking to everyone, it, one of the problems, in addition to clarity and not knowing their target audience, was really not having a product to offer their audience a product that they could monetize, a product that they could be proud of, and not knowing how to create it or package it or put it together. So I came up with this member challenge to encourage, my goal was to encourage 50 entrepreneurs to create digital products, whether it's an ebook, a digital course, master class, coaching program, by Black Friday. Mm, and each okay. week they receive a, a challenge that they must complete, and they have to periscope about it because periscope is essential to the scope member challenge. So at the end, so my goals were, in addition to um, helping people create their digital courses, programs, and products, I'm scoping all month long about course creation and digital product creation. I'm also giving away two tickets to one of my classes, Create Your Digital Master Class. It's coming up on November 21st. And I am going to help. There's a grand prize winner. I'm going to help one person create their master class or coaching program, and we're going to work probably throughout December to create that program. But the catch is <laughs> because I am definitely behind on my hearts in Periscope that I must <laughs> hit 777,000 hearts and have 3,000 followers before I announce the winner. So Ooh. in addition to giving out the grand prizes. As soon as we hit the heart count and we hit the follower count, I will announce the winners based on who has completed the challenge and who has signed up for the challenge. So there is a catch. And the reason why I did it that way was because I did want to help people create their digital products, but I also knew the value and the importance of social proof. As someone who wants to, who is building a brand on Periscope and does give a lot of advice about Periscope, it was extremely important for me to increase my heart count. Even though hearts are not money, <laughs> and I say that all the time, I, I don't cash heart checks, but <laughs> in the spectrum of social proof, it was extremely important for me to start increasing my heart count um, to really reach more people and help more people, as many people as possible. And I will add a little caveat to the previous question of the overnight success. You, there, I mean, it can happen. I mean, Periscope has literally changed the game. Live streaming has changed the game. People that you and I met through that platform, there's people yes. that I did not know existed seven months ago, mm-hmm. and now, you know, they're becoming household names to me because of these platforms. So yes. it can happen quickly and very fast, especially as someone who's an early adapter to the platform. It can happen happen very quickly. So it can happen. It is very probable. I just don't bet on it happening for me. I'm, I just, 
you know, continuously work. I'm not looking for it to be an overnight success. I'm looking to have sustainable success. Oh, well, uh, actually, you are, um, and I, I uh, <laughs> and I say that because when I was promoting uh, the show, um, and I logged in to do a broadcast, immediately when I mentioned your name, the people just they went. So I think bigger than you know, <laughs> more oh than you goodness. know. Your household name more than you know, um, and so you put an imprint on a lot of people, and that is an excellent thing. So, yeah, you're right in correcting saying perhaps it's not um, something that can happen for everybody, but for you, I, I think Periscope has certainly opened a well of unknowns. <laughs> um, and so with that, uh, you guys that don't have a Periscope account, I recommend getting one and following her. You can talk to her live. You will enjoy it. Actually, I think sometimes she gets on Periscope and she says, this is going to be a short scope. Next thing you know, you're saying, my battery's dying, which means she's been up there longer than, <laughs> than a couple of never minutes. short. <laughs> <laughs> and so that should speak volumes as to what I was saying earlier. She's just a wealth of information. It makes you want to stay and you just keep seeing people log in. And mind you, it's kind. It's probably late at night, but she's just going on because she. I believe she loves sharing information. Um, so, um, I have another question for you, if you don't mind, um, given that, no we problem. Met <laughs> given that we met on Periscope, yay. And one of the reasons, um, um, how I was introduced to your talents and products, did you want to conclude by sharing a benefit of using Periscope, which I think you kind of shared earlier. Um, but if you have something else outside of that, I, I'm certainly welcome, uh, I welcome that or best, best best method, I'm sorry, for listeners to follow you on Periscope or other social medias? Okay. So why use Periscope? If you are an entrepreneur and a business owner, you definitely want to use utilize Periscope as, as part of your social media business and marketing strategy. I compare it to the Home Shopping Network. It's your own personal television station, and people from around the world have access to you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Mm -hmm. And you just never know who's going to be watching you, who's going to give you your next opportunity. And some of the people who've been on my scopes have given some amazing testimonials. They've received clients. They've gotten these huge opportunities. They've made money from using the platform. And it's just because they decided to be consistent and use their voice. So if mm -hmm. you're someone who has the message and someone who really wants to be a life changer, this is an amazing platform for you to get on and share your story and connect with people from around the world who are looking, who need, who want, who are begging and pleading for your programs, products, and services. This is the new home shopping network. Yes. Yes, it is. Um. I like that. Home Shopping Network. Guys, remember that. And, and I, I can admonish you more. If you don't have a Periscope, you might want to get one. Um, and you Get know, it before 2016. Get here because we don't know what they're going to be doing to the platform in a year from now. And, and, promise, and trust me, a year from now, you will be happy that you were on the platform early as an early adapter. Yeah. Yeah, I have to agree with you there, um, believe it or not. Um, so – I this is a bonus question that I'm interested in. Um, I know, and I don't know if you might, I probably should have asked you, I was going to say, I know you're working on your PhD. Um, but with that, are there any books with respect to branding yourself that you would recommend? That is a good question. I, I need to, I've been looking for some. I've actually been working. Most of the books that I've read about right now 
I'm reading books that are not about branding. I'll be quite honest. So <laughs> now I have a brain, I have a brain fart, but I know there is what is a jab jab hook, and that's been one. I've been reading for me. I've been reading a lot of books about selling and sales because okay. that's one of my hugest weaknesses. So I've been reading a lot of books about sales. That's one of the things that I've been um, reading lately. But I'll tell you the book that um, that is highly recommended that is going to be on my list. It is by Mr. Gary Vanderchuk, Jab, Jab, Right Hook, How to mm-hmm. Tell Your Story in a, no- in a Noisy Social World. That's one of the books that I would recommend. Okay. Um, I truly enjoy a lot of audio books. Um, how, uh, what is his name? Oh, my goodness. I forgot the name right now. I'm looking on my computer to figure out the name. How to Win People, How to Win Friends. Um, I forgot his name right now. I cannot remember any of them. How to Win Friends is by um, How to Win Friends and Influence, Gail Carnegie. I think that's Dale, Dale Carnegie. Yeah, and influence people. Yeah, so that those are some of the books you can find. Some of them, some of the other books that I like about business, um, Tim Ferriss for Four Hour Work Week. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the books I read are not necessarily about branding; they're more about business in general and working with people and um, just having connections with people. This has been an amazing interview, and um, I guess it's even better for me because I was able to have the direct question line with you versus all the other people that are constantly chiming in with their questions and mine gets bumped. <laughs> so I have, certainly, I have certainly, and I'm talking with respect to Periscope for those of you that may not be familiar with what I'm sharing. I've certainly enjoyed this. Um, and like I said, I'm, I, I, I can't get enough of your knowledge and I guess the way that you're so transparent with it. But what I typically do on my show is I always give go points, which I consider great opportunities. And I would like to take mine this week from you. And so um, the three that I obtained, and you can correct me um, if, if it's something that you wanted to add to it, but the first one was um, when in doubt and you looking to brand yourself, use your name. That's always the best way to go. Uh, the second one was try to do a self-assessment of yourself, which will allow you to become more of a definitive individual and find out um, with respect to your niche what you want to offer your, your, your clientele. And lastly, when you're networking, which is something that I pride myself on trying to do, don't just network online, but try to step outside the box and do some public networking. Would that be fair? Yes. And not even just networking in your city. Get on a plane. You know, make an effort to go somewhere outside of your, your current network to really expand it because your network is your network. We'll help you increase it. So definitely take those opportunities. I totally agree. Those those are some great points. Well, thank you so much for allowing me to share and uh, allow my uh, my listeners to have them as well. Believe it or not, it is certainly wrapping up time for us. Um, and what I would like to do is thank you so much. And um, if you don't mind, hopefully, if your schedule permits, I would love to have you back. Yes, let's do it again. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, what I would like to do, though, is take a break, and then I'll return with my closing thoughts. Join us December 21st, 2015, where we will have our special guest, Dr. Ikena Finch. She will be sharing her successful secrets to life balance. This is an episode you don't want to miss. Remember, Monday, December 21st, 
2015 at 7 p.m. right here, Blog Talk Radio, forward slash The Camellia Hill. You don't want to miss it. And as my dear friend uh, Sade would say, welcome, welcome, welcome. That's one of her uh, hinges on Periscope. <laughs> but welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Camellia Hill Show where we just shared or we obtained great advice from Sade on personal branding tips and things you could do uh, with respect to uh, getting or becoming a branding specialist, if you will. If you would like additional information on our special guests or if you would like to contact me, uh, feel free to contact me at thecamelliahill.com or reach out to me on Twitter, and I will be sure to get her information to you as well as my information. So in my closing thoughts, I leave with you an encouraging quote from Carmine Bisquet. People need patience. It takes time to build a brand. It's certainly been awesome. And remember, if you have any additional questions about this episode, contact us. I'm your host, Camelia Hill. Till next time. Take care. A special thanks to the staff members of Generation of Leaders and to the music producer, Javon Wiggins, and most of all, our faithful listeners. Signing off with you from this great show, yours truly. Camellia Hill. Remember, taking a risk is the beginning to your success.